You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. Hey guys, welcome to episode 708 of Hibbly Shorts. 708, that is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tracy, we got some good news. As of uh, last night, we were able to put up the ebook pre-order. So now people can order that. And if you're listening, by the time you actually hear this, we're going to have a setup so you can pre-order from our website for the paperback. So the ebook is what it is. It's on Amazon. But what I'm trying to do is get it set up so if you order from us, it'll cost you about the same thing as it will with shipping. They'll be $20, and that will include your shipping, and we will also um, personalize it any way that you would like us to. So to be set up that you can just click on the link, it'll take you to a PayPal account, and then as soon as we get them in, I'll ship them out to you. So Very you just, cool, honey. You'll just have to give us the address, and, and uh, you'll write in there what you want us to say. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm very go. proud of you, honey. Well, thank you. Did a great job. All right, so The Thrillist, which is a a little creepy online travel magazine, they listed the creepiest place to visit in every state. So we're going to go through it. Well, hello. Let's go. It says here, for many, Halloween isn't an event, it's a state of mind. And it isn't a day, it's a month-long dive into the joys of being creeped out. That's us. To say the least. You know it's it. like year long. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Please I think it's a me. little bit more than a month. Sure, this year's circumstances may uh, mean you'll, that you'll have fewer opportunities to visit highly produced haunted houses or throw a raucous Halloween party, but that doesn't mean Halloween is canceled. Well, in some states <laughs> it is. Ask the mayor. <laughs> you, you just have to know where to look. Every state has its own urban legends and places that are only the brave tread. We're talking old mental hospitals. Valleys filled with ghosts, cemeteries, historic hotels, no matter what scares you, your state has a place to freak you out. And because ghosts never take the day off, you can hit most of these places even now, whether it's a guided tour or a bone-chilling solo walk into the darkness. Here's where you can truly embrace the Halloween spirit this year and remain safe. No costumes required. All right, Tracy, are you ready to get into this list? Let us do this. Well, the first one, they go in alphabetical order by state. Alabama is the first. Would you like to take a guess at what they listed as the creepiest place in Alabama? And I'll give you a hint. We've been there. The cemetery? Yep. Maple Hill Cemetery in Huntsville. Oh, sure, the actual cemetery here is creepy and all, but it's the playground that will really get you. In 1985, somebody decided to open a playground adjacent to the Huntsville Oldest Cemetery where little fat kids could slip and fall in the mud. (laughs) (laughs) That's always going to be my thought. Oh my gosh, that's going to be mine too. That was so dang funny. (laughs) (laughs) Presumably to give children of mourning parents some respite. Instead, it appears that the resident ghosts are the ones enjoying all the most. People report seeing orbs of light going down the slide, and unoccupied swings moving, accompanied by disembodied giggles. Adding to this eeriness, some locals believe that the victims of a rash of child murders in the 1960s were buried nearby, their spirits now having eternal playdates with the cemetery's official residence. I wonder if you tried to get on the swing that was swinging. What would happen? I don't know. All I know is when I got on the swing... My sh- it was obvious that my shirt was way too small, and I, <laughs> and my stomach was sticking way out like I was about six months pregnant. Oh, 
So really, yes. Oh, yeah, it's really evident. It's like it literally looks like I'm holding a basketball under my shirt. Oh, you little preggers. I can wear it now though. Yeah, I'm back to being able to wear it. <laughs> and that's when we met up with uh, Kaylee and her. Uh, she just got married to her husband. We met up mm-hmm. with them for. And they actually drove us out there. I know. We didn't know where it was. It was pouring down rain. Yeah, it was. It was so nice of them to do that. It was fun. Alaska. We have not been to this one. No. Nor anywhere near Alaska. Nowhere. The Alaskan Hotel in Juneau, the most famous ghost to roam the halls of Alaska's oldest operating hotel, is that of a gold miner's wife who lived there while she was waiting for her husband to return. When he didn't, she began supporting herself by working as a prostitute until he did return. Not and then exactly, he was mad. Not exactly thrilled with her new career choice. He killed her, and now the guests <laughs> and staff regularly report encounters. No, not like that. With her ghost. That's from a gentleman wrote that by the name of Matt Meltzer. Matt what? Meltzer. Ugh. Well, I mean, she had to do what she had to do. Why are you going to be mad? You run out and didn't come back. Well, he did come back. She just wasn't very patient. That's what I got out of it. Oh, well, still. That's no, no need to kill her over it. Arizona, the Yuma Territorial Prison, and we're doing an episode on it in the very near future. Established during the Western Expansion, this territorial prison scored itself 111 permanent guests during its heyday between 1876 and 1909. Not one too shy away from the rep of locking people into hot, dark places, Arizona has designated this state historical park, easily one of the creepiest in the nation. And one of the most haunted spots in Arizona. Guides report feeling chills when they pass cell 14 where an inmate doing time for crimes against nature what the hell killed that? himself. Crimes against nature? I don't know. Well, you peed on a bush? I don't know. In the so-called dark cell, prisoners in pitch black solitary went mad, chained to ring bolts in the walls. I want to know what they did to nature. I don't know. Crimes against Nature. I wonder if that could be bestiality. They poop poop on a bear while the bear was pooping in the woods. I don't know. I bet it's bestiality. That's gross. That would be a crime against nature. That would be probably a way of putting it back then. That was a little more tactful. So, anyways. We'll leave on that note. Yeah, let's do. Because that's (laughs) a bad image in my brain. Oh, and pooping on a bear wouldn't. What they say? Does a bear poop in the woods? Ain't that what they say? That's what they say, but who in their right mind would think about a man going out there and pooping on the bear while he's pooping? <laughs> that would make for a hell of a Charmin commercial. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Hibbly Shorts. This is episode 710. I think I screwed up and said 708 yesterday when it was you episode did. 709. Because I rhymed. <laughs> You mean I rhymed for no reason? Apparently. You should have rhymed on the one before because that one actually was 708. Oh. But either way. All right. So we're getting back into this list. And we're going, we left off on Arkansas. This one actually was a surprise to me. I thought it was going to be the Crescent Hotel, which is about the only place out of Arkansas that really comes to mind immediately. Mm-hmm. They listed the Arlington Hotel in Hot Springs. So this grand century-old hotel is a paragon of ornate luxury, so much so that you'd probably choose to stay a while if you were a ghost, too. History weighs on this place as well as on your mind. Four presidents have stayed here, plus Babe Ruth and Al Capone. Outside, the old-timey lamplights guide you 
through your walk through the downtown spring-fed spas that draw visitors to this resort town. Echoing against stone buildings and set against a backdrop of steep inky forests, even the burbling fountains sound ghostly and ominous. I want to go. We drove right through Hot Springs. That's uh, where we... Where st- Tim used to live, wasn't it? Yep, and that's where we stopped for Mother's Day mm-hmm. when you went and hugged that strange woman that was in the private room. Oh, Remember that? I do remember that. And just randomly walked into somebody's private event. I was having a hard time. I know that. Sorry. But anyway, so, but that was Hot Springs, and that's, we stopped there to eat mm-hmm. on Mother's Day on the way back from Houston, I think it was. Yeah. I and that was right. it. That's the only time we've been through there. But I want, I want to go to one of these places that have all the hot springs and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, not like, not like Yellowstone where it's acid and eats you up. I don't really <laughs> want that. Nah. But some place that I know you could actually get into, and I think that would be cool. That would be cool, honestly. I ain't about all getting naked in public, but I will. What, the... since when? <laughs> California. <laughs> Turnball Canyon, which... Once again, I guess I guess creepiest places doesn't always have to be, you know, like a, a house or something. Even though California, I mean, there's tons of places that come to mind in California. Not Turnball Canyon, but actually, I almost did a story on Turnball at one point in time. I think we did uh, maybe even a short on it. But California's packed with terrifying places, from cult compounds to famous murder sites, haunted hotels, and mysterious mansions. But none of them come with the promise of a brisk scenic hike. Turnbull Canyon offers a four-mile hike through the sprawling Puente Hills. Keep an eye out for sweeping city views and the ghost of 29 people who perished here in a plane crash in the 1950s. Hmm. Oh, and the ghost of children who, according to legend, were taken from a nearby orphanage and used in ritualistic sacrifices. That is uncorroborated, though, so that may have may not have happened. Yeah. That may just be That is not cool. Oh, and the ghost of a teen who found some old electroshock equipment from the canyons burnt down asylum and fried his brain despite the site having no power. How does that work? I don't know. Maybe batteries? Oh, God. Wait. Wait, are you not supposed to stick your tongue on one of those batteries? No, no, you're not. You're not supposed to do the paddles, which apparently is what he was doing. So, wait, a burned down asylum. UFO sightings? Rumors of multiple cults. No wonder the natives called it Hutukakana. 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 Well, whatever they called it. It was a party up in there. It meant the place of the devil. Oh. So, yeah, enjoy that hike. Yeah, no. I'm sure it's a little more brisker than you were expecting. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually an awesome place. It looks a lot like the Stanley Hotel. Oh, never mind. This is next one's Colorado, and they're doing the Stanley Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> You're silly. Uh, well, I mean, I just looked at the picture. <laughs> they didn't have a picture for that one. All right, the Stanley Hotel. If you've read or seen The Shining, then you'll know the feel of this often snowbound hotel. It's the location Stephen King based the Overlook Hotel upon, and it may not look like the film unless you watched the 1990s made-for-TV version, which was actually shot here. But it holds, at least are the rumors of haunted rooms and service workers who still wander the grounds. Be warned, there is much more sinister danger. The hotel was such an extreme elevation that just walking to your room can drain you, so one stiff drink may have you seen ghosts. So was there was that really snow, like real snow, in the, when it got really snowy there? No, and as a matter of fact, 
Matter of fact, if you watch this, and you, some of you maybe have never even noticed this, they didn't even put in the special effects of it. So as they're walking through the maze mm-hmm. and they're breathing heavy, you can't see their breath. If it was really like ice cold after like, so oh, yeah, you would you'd see have their breath. To. But they didn't even bother to put that in. So it's kind of a screw up of the movie. So next time you're watching The Shining, pay attention to when they're running around out there, you can't see their breath. Or if it was really as yeah. cold enough to freeze somebody, Dude, you would see their breath. That is epic snow for some snow cream, is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would have been so good. Let's do one more, and then we'll save the rest for tomorrow. And the next day, and the next day. <laughs> Connecticut. What? Connecticut. But I'm, You said Connecticut. Well, that's how it's spelled. Oh. Did you not notice it's got an extra C in there? No. No. Curtis Housen. I think you just made that up. I did not make that up. I, like, I created the spelling of Connecticut. Okay. Gordon Ramsay once featured Connecticut's oldest inn on the appropriately titled reality show Hotel um, Hell. Hotel Hell? Yeah. Bringing a paranormal investigator to corroborate what locals and visitors have been claiming for centuries, the joint's haunted. Ramsay's unsettling difficulty excited his room during a five-day stay that could have been due to faulty hardware, but tried telling that to the guests who reported disembodied voices Mysterious footsteps and overwhelmingly otherworldly bedfellows throughout the inn's 265-year history. Apparently, entities are believed to be the former inn owners, guests, and perhaps, most terrifying for anyone who works there, former employees who clocked in but have never clocked out. <laughs> that didn't go very long with him doing the hotel thing. I thought it was back on. I think it came back on. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think they just took. I a mean, he does five thousand shows. That's I don't true. know how you keep up with it. I could. I would. I would love to go back and watch that episode just to see him yelling at ghosts. Man, you come out. Ooh, Damn that's it! That's not how you do it. Yeah. You just go. That's that was mine's bad. That's even worse. That was Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, that that's even <laughs> a worse impression. <laughs> Dang! Don't ever do that again. Okay. Go get some ham. Stop. Bye, y'all. Hey, guys, if you like what you just heard, we do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just, just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.